Welcome to another edition of the Nightly Nuge. Actually, it's been hijacked by the Dr. Oz edition of the Nightly Nuge. Gentlemen, uh, happy Good Evening Tuesday. Thank you, Keith. Good to be back with you, man. The Nightly Nuge is the clearinghouse for truth, logic, and common sense. And that's why I have this guy next to me. You know, Dr. Oz, we talked about this yesterday. Congratulations again on getting the endorsement from uh, President Trump. I mean, everyone that knows anything knows that that endorsement doesn't come easy. He doesn't issue it lightly. The same with Ted Nugent. You have both of their endorsements. So let's start with COVID. Mandates, lockdowns, the vaccine and what that's done to our economy. It's kind of a long question, but uh, start with COVID. And what's your position on that? And if you're in the U.S. Senate, uh, what are you going to do there? Well, Keith, you know, we just had a roundtable here with Shemaine and, and Mehmet's wife, Lisa, and uh, some friends, my son Rocco and Belle. And it was like a, a homespun <laughs> gathering, getting to know each other, even though we've already had conversations prior to you being invited here. And this is sacred turf. This is our private home. And the reason Dr. Oz is here is because I've learned to trust him. And nothing is more important than trust. And now that we're coming out, even though the Fauci's of the world would like to keep us strangled by these restrictions and how dare a man think he can mandate anything to a free man. But we've already put Dr. Oz through the ringer. So I want my friends all across the world. By the way, we not only have lots of Pennsylvania blood brothers out there, great, great families from Pennsylvania, but we're represented by all 50 states all across Canada, New Zealand, Australia, Portugal, Spain, Ireland, Scotland. We have people paying attention because it might be a U.S. Senate race for Pennsylvania, but all these core issues are at the top of everyone's mind as they see tyranny metastasizing in all of our lives. The point that Keith is bringing up is probably in the top 1% of concerns, the COVID nightmare we've been putting up with. You're a doctor. I've relied on the frontline doctors and I consider you, maybe that's not a category that you have actually embraced, but I consider you on the front line of health concerns. I bet everybody would like to know what does Dr. Oz see happening with the onslaught in 2019, we first saw it, of this weaponized Wuhan virus and the restrictions and the control factor that have really ruined a lot of lives. Well, most importantly, as a doctor, look at the results. The mandates didn't work. Yep. They just didn't work. And this gets looked at differently now because two years later, there's a little less arguments about following the science and an acknowledgement that actually the Democrats in particular were following the political science. And I'll give you one concrete example. Look at the red states and how they fared and look at the blue states. The state that did the worst in the country was actually New Jersey. And then New York City, and rather New York State. And you can look at all the New England states, California, those states did not do well. The states that did the best were states like Florida, which had an older population. So what differentiates them? And this is really important. Washington got COVID wrong because they tried a top-down, authoritarian, overreaching- Never works. Bureaucrat, never. And never works. one size fits all. Now as a doctor, if I had said, okay, I got a blood pressure medication, right? Use correctly might be beneficial. If I give it to every single American, no matter what their age, I think we'd all agree that's not a very sensible thing to do. Well, see, I'm just a guitar player, but I recognize the, the faultiness of that policy from the beginning. It's an ideological mindset. And once that became the idea, then the answer to every problem was the same, vaccinate. So new strain comes, vaccinate children. Another strain comes, boost the children. Well, hold a second, how is that helping anyway? Even if you were a diehard vaccine advocate, 
it should be used by people who are at risk first, maybe trickling down. But I don't want children getting vaccinated because I don't think the data is supportive of making them safer. And when we're not honest about that, it creates issues. When we force people to wear masks, and kids in particular were a problem because mm. I got assaulted early on because I kept thinking, you know, the Europeans, their schools are open, right? Folks all over the world, except in America, are seen to be managing this without closing their schools. Don't they love their children as much as we do? Why are we closing our schools? And then I realized much of it was driven by teachers unions. And we were closing yeah. schools because the optics were good, but the reality wasn't. When you close a school, you hurt children, especially underprivileged children who don't have the luxury of a private school that has different rules. Instead, you take these poor children, you put a mask on their face, they don't socialize, they close the door to teacher talk, right? They don't learn. We have developmental delays that are rampant now. They develop an anxiety because they're continually reminded that there's this deadly, invisible thing out there that might murder them. They don't read because 5% of kids have glasses, they get fogged up. The masks don't work because they get wet. When you wear masks as a chill child, you don't keep it all the way long, it slides off. And the parents aren't even wearing masks. And yet we did that to our children. What society, Ted, uses its kids as a shield to protect itself? No, the kids should be behind us. We should be in the front line protecting them. We did the exact opposite. And now more and more we're seeing that no one was willing to honorably and honestly look at the risks to kids. I can take that same story and expand it through treatments that we ignored. They actually sabotaged treatments that would have saved American lives. Tomorrow night, Dr. Oz, I'd like to talk to you. I'm going to call tomorrow kind of suburban USA topics. I want to talk to you a little bit about education. I want to talk to you about safety. That's going to include what we're teaching our kids and the Southern border. Are you up for that tomorrow night for the Pennsylvania voters to hear? I cannot wait. Any other questions they have as well. If you come back tomorrow night, we'll have another edition of, all right, Ted, I'll say it correctly, the Nightly Nooch. Thank you, Dr. Oz. God bless. <laughs>